Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. And we're live. Hello and everyone. Welcome to the Mirror Gaming Walkthrough, our weekly news show full of spicy takes and juicy gossip. We've got a lot going on this week. Earlier in the week, we had the Game Awards nominations announced. And of course, we are going to have a big old chat about that. The PlayStation Portal reviews are also finally here. And you know I've got something to say about that. You know I've got something to say about that. Followed by Steam Deck OLED. It's been a big week for hardware this this week. So we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of that. And hopefully I can criticize Scott for buying the original Steam Deck LCD in that conversation. Super Mario RPG reviews also out. So we'll be getting to that soon as well. But not before we roll the trailers. <laughs> Are you prepared to go public with your KD online or? No. Everyone thinks he or she is the best football expert on the planet. You see it in the back page of the mirror, you know, a deal agreed. I think the most important thing is just to have fun. What? Three tenths. No, what button is it? Oh, well, hello. Oh! We're ready to come for the W, yeah? Ooh, 12. Ooh, here we go. If you can master Second Man Press, you will defend 10 times better. Today, I'm going to be reviewing the PSVR 2 headset. Well... And we're back. <laughs> we're back. And I'm joined today with the lovely Scott McRae. Say hello, Scott. How are you today? Hello, Scott. How are you today? Thank you for that. Cla- classic bad humor there. Classic <laughs> bad humor so there. Classic. Comedy. Great. Uh, I've also got Matt Aldis here back again. How are you doing today, Matt? I'm doing good. Yeah, my brain's fried right now. Okay. My brain's okay. fried. It's been this a busy day. This is going to be but... an absolutely fantastic podcast. Um, <laughs> as you guys know, this is our favorite trio to have on the podcast. Totally hasn't led to um, blows and fights and uh, falling out in the past. So hopefully it goes well this time. Um, after our last one, me and Scott uh, had to double check that we were still friends afterwards. So um, hopefully, hopefully that happens. I haven't, I haven't checked yet. I haven't checked yet. <laughs> um, but let's get straight into it. First things first, the Game Awards. Nominations for the upcoming Game Awards were announced on Monday with the actual ceremony falling on December 7th. Fans now have just over three weeks to get their votes in before winners are announced. Um, we unfortunately didn't stream the Game Award uh, nominations and I kind of wish we had just because after everything uh sort of came to light scott's had way too much to say about everything and i would have loved to have seen his reaction to all of it live absolutely loved it um just to start off the conversation i just want to say the game of the year nominees we've got six of them uh we've got alan wake 2 Baldur's gate 3 spider-man 2 resident evil 4 super mario bros wonder and the legend of zelda tears of the kingdom i'm literally going to go straight into it with what do you guys think of the game of the year nominees what your opinions on that I'm so happy <laughs> Starfield isn't in it because, yeah. because I live most of my life on TikTok and so many people are adamant that it was going to do something at game, game of the Year, the Game game Awards. And the fact that it's just not in the running is just so 
delicious to me <laughs> um, because I personally just think that it's not that great. <laughs> so mm-hmm. th- that that for me is just a victory straight straight off the bat. But it's nice to see that we've got uh, a couple of a couple of like the ones we expected. And then for for me, a couple that I just I didn't even I didn't see coming at all. So what ones did you not see come in? Well, I mean, Resident Evil, I didn't see coming at all. Um, oh, I've got a lot to say about and, Resident uh, Evil be, 4 to, being there. Oh. And to be honest, Alan Wake 2, I didn't see coming, but I'm glad it's sort of in there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this was the exact list I saw coming, except for Super Mario Wonder. I Honestly, I thought that Starfield was going to somehow sneak in there just because I of the really way, thought so too. Yeah. Just because the way Jeff Keighley's shows usually are, you know, they're not immune to having bad games in the mm-hmm. game of the year. I mean, Dragon Age Inquisition was the winner of the first game of the year, you know, so that mm-hmm. tells you enough about what they do with bad games, you know. So, but yeah, also very glad to see that Starfield was not in there. I'm just going to read out some of the comments because um, obviously viewers have got takes about. Uh, what they think game of the year are so we've got jd in the chat and um, welcome back jd he says tears of the kingdom or borders gate 3 winning i agree with this i yep. think borders gate 3 is taking this home uh nathan says does anyone still play starfield nathan i'm surprised you say that considering i think you're starfield i thought nathan was the only person that, <laughs> yes, that still played it <laughs> but no it seemed to fall off a cliff didn't it i really thought so yeah uh jd also says i do feel they may as well narrow down the nominees to two or three who'll most likely win it um, I what, rather think... than having six nominees, I think they should they should do an Oscars and have ten. Oh, ten! Mm. That's so many. Well, I think we're only saying this because this year has been a fantastic year for games. I think in a normal year, six nominations probably but... worked, but this year, like we were just saying before the podcast started, Mirror Gaming alone, we've given twelve five star ratings this year, and, and about that... four of them are good. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that don't say that um we've given five we've given five stars to 12 different games this year and um that excludes some titles that we've seen this year which i think we're deserving of five stars like we haven't even reviewed Baldur's gate 3 that definitely deserves five stars from my perspective no one no one jump on me we, we didn't review party animals another five stars in my eyes i'm just saying so there are definitely tons of five star games out there this year and that's why i feel like maybe six games doesn't feel like enough I I feel like it should always be 10 the way the Oscars does it just because you know it was like I think they brought the 10 at rule in because stuff like The Dark Knight and stuff like Wally and stuff like that wasn't getting nominated because they were like genre movies or something like that you know you wouldn't see a movie like Get Out get nominated for Best Picture if it wasn't up to 10 and I think moving up to 10 would actually allow some of the actual good indies and stuff like that to get their dues. I mean, Sea of Stars not being up there, Pizza Tower not being up there, Dredge not being up there, you know, like even Hi-Fi Rush, that would have made a top 10. Ooh. or That would have made a 10, Ooh. you know? Hi-Fi Rush is like, I'm really sad that it, um, I think, won't win anything. I think it's nominated in all the categories where they're, oh, they're when, just better. It'll win audio. Do you think? Design. Oh, yeah, well, absolutely. I really, really hope so. I really, really hope so. I love Typho Rush. It's the one game from Xbox this year, which I think has actually been good. And, you know, even that's like, not sure. But um, I know, I'm surprised that Scott hasn't mentioned yet what he thinks the biggest snub of the Game of the Year <laughs> nominations is. I mean, there's three, right? Okay. So I'll go in 
you know, least to most. Best music, Pizza Tower being absent from that is disgusting to me. Mm-hmm. But also, it's a very good year for best music, I guess. You know, you got um, Hi-Fi Rush in there. I'm trying to find the category. While you I'm can tell here. how sad he is about this. <laughs> it's just so Zelda, so Zelda tears. He, he knew it straight off the top of his head without having any notes, without having anything. He's just like, did you know that Peace Tower should have been nominated for Best Music? Straight Zelda away. Tears of the Kingdom's in there, which is fine. Hi-Fi Rush, that makes sense. Final Fantasy, of course. Baldur's mm-hmm. Gate and Alan Wake. Those are all very good picks. So I'm not, mm-hmm. I can't be too caught up about it, but, you know, Peace of Tower soundtrack, banger. Uh, I mean, that should be up for Game of the Year, too, if we're being honest. But it's not even up for Best Indie Game. But mm-hmm. Dave the Diver from a company I knew he was worth... going to bring this up. See, this is what we're talking uh... about. We've got... It never <laughs> stops. He's always got, He's always got something and... to say. 274.5 billion yen in 2021. Independent studio Dave the Diver. Somehow on there. Whatever. And then, of course, the big one, Street Fighter Six, should have been Game of the Year nomination. Should have been in there over Spider-Man. It should have been in there over Resident Evil. Even should have been in there over Mario, to be honest. So, I agree. I agree. Street Fighter um, Six, disgustingly snubbed, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm. Do you think anything's a... been snubbed, Matt? Street Fighter Six. I, I agree? Really, I really did think that that was going to be in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I... I but I don't know. I I agree. I think there should be like ten, probably like ten nominations because there's been so many good games mm-hmm. out this year. But I can't, I can't, I, I can't get too annoyed because there's nothing in there that I'm like, oh no way! Like you know, like there's nothing in there that's that's like I feel doesn't have a place there. Right. Let me raise you this then. Right. What's your opinion the one... on the fact that Resident Evil 4 remake is up for Game of the Year? Yeah, that's yeah, that's remake. why I, that's why yeah. I said I was, I was the only one I was surprised by. Do you that's know the... what the the name of Resident Evil 4 remake is? Do you know the official title of Resident Evil? Scott, 4 remake? I don't care. I don't care. It's, um, it's Resident Evil 4. I don't you know, care. It's not. It's a remake it's of a game, game that came out in the bloody noughties. It came out have, two decades ago. Have you ago played already. Resident Evil 4? No. Have you played Resident Evil 4? No. So you played neither of them? No, it doesn't matter. So, so you... It's a remake. It shouldn't be up for Game of the Year. And I, I posted about that on Twitter uh, and I got so much backlash about it, but I don't care. I'm standing by it. I don't think a remake should be up for Game of the Year over something like Street Fighter or Final Fantasy. I, you can you can blah 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 all I day mean, long, Scott. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, but it it was I, packaged I, as a remake, right? Thank you very much, Matt. Tell them. It was tell packaged like, them, so, for, by themselves. It was packaged as a remake. So I, I'll I'll raise it this way. Also, Where, I'm just sorry. I'm just sorry. Nathan in chat goes Super Mario RPG is a remake, and it's not up for Game of the remake. Year. It's not yeah. up for Game of the Year. What are you talking about? Nathan? Super Mario RPG. He's just showing remake. off because this morning he was like, "It's not a remake, is it?" Like after <laughs> I done a thunder, so he's just showing off that he knows it's um, a remake. Oh now. right, like, okay, so, yeah. <laughs> so that's what that's what I mean. Super Mario RPG as a remake, Res- uh, Dead Space as a remake, but Resident Evil Four does more new than Spider-Man 2 does from Spider-Man 1. 
I also like Res- disagree with Spider-Man 2 being nominated though, because I, I agree with that point. I don't I think it's a fantastic game and I don't think they needed to to reimagine too much because uh the first game and Miles Morales were both great, but that then in my head means that I don't think it should be nominated for Game of the Year because it's just basically the same game as the first one, in my opinion. Like, great game, but yeah. Resident Resident Evil 4 is the same game and name and setting alone it's not like it doesn't play the same story elements have been changed it's like you know movie remakes get no i think a star is born was nominated for best picture three out of the four times it was made you know mm-hmm. but a star yeah, is born true. from 1931 or whatever don't let him sway and, you matt don't let him sway no, you no, I don't, it's, listen, it's I not don't the disagree. same movie as a star is born from 2018 I'm, i i don't disagree i've not played i've not played it so i can't really say like oh it no it's just the same like but i understand the idea of maybe remakes shouldn't have a place in like game of the year but i don't think it's, saying that I if, think it's if, different you know yeah if it's different enough then then i guess like you you can you can definitely make a strong case for it and like say like with with films always most films are just remakes this is like at the you know especially at the moment but like, again this is oh, the, I, take, the, I take it i take it on board this is the third time uh us resident evil game has beaten out a better capcom game for game of the year because 2019 resident evil 2 not remake just resident evil 2 um Mm-hmm. Be out Devil May Cry 5, which is the better game. 2021 Resident Evil Village, be out Monster Hunter Rise, which is the better game. Scott's Resident not salty, Evil. by the way. He's just memorized all of this, like, because Resident he Evil. It. Resident... I don't. I, I think I said this to someone on Twitter. I seem like I'm really into it. I know it's meaningless. I just like getting into it as, like, the goof, mm-hmm. you know? I like getting yeah. into these stupid award shows, even though like, I know they don't matter, just because I find it dumb and fun, you know? It's not like a. I'm not going to go home crying when Baldur's Gate 3 wins Game of the Year over Mario I think Baldur's Wonder. Gate 3 deserves it. I didn't Probably. vote I for it. I think Baldur's Gate 3 is going to get it, yeah. 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 Oh, okay, yeah. No, so I've, there's the, no one else is winning. Would you swap Resident Evil 4 out for Street Fighter then? Street yes. Fighter 6. Oh, yeah. 100%. So we all agree on that. If there, if there was, Would you swap it out for anything else instead? Um... I, mean, I, think few... I would swap Spider-Man 2 out for Street Fighter 6 as well. Like, I, no. If people are happier for Resident Evil 4 to be there, I personally don't think that should be there because it's a remake, but I can understand why some people do. I don't think Spider-Man 2 should have been nominated. I, 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 I disagree with that. Like, I I've... think that every single... I mean, every single game in there, I would rather Street Fighter 6 be there, but in terms of that list... <laughs> every single game! <laughs> it's just Street Fighter 6. Like, six well, I mean, nine. that's... Not not to spoil our game of the year content, but that's my game of the year. That's the game I'm going to be fighting for at game of the year, you know. But I'm going to be there with you. I'm going to be Alan there with Wake, you. Alan Wake Two is such a cool game that I'm like so happy it's up there because it's such a weird game, you know. Baldur's Gate Three is unfallible, you know. I don't yeah. even really like it that much, but you know, it, you can't really deny it. Still, mm-hmm. the Tears of the Kingdom, kind of the same situation. It's the other three. Mario Wonder is amazing, and I'm so happy to go up there because I never expected it to. Because it's the kind of same thing I was talking about with Street Fighter and the way the Oscars are towards animation and stuff like that, where like certain genres don't ever really get their dues when it comes to these. Like fighting games is the big one. Mm-hmm. Horror movies rarely get their dues, and the Oscars and all that. So 2D platformer being up for Game of the Year, 
kind of shocked me. That being said, I think Pikmin 4 maybe deserved it more, but hey. Um, I don't but... think Pikmin 4, I think like you're saying, I think Pikmin 4 is one of those games that would never, ever, ever be up for Game oh, yeah. even if it really Absolutely was. Not. It's just one of those um, titles, it, one of those genres that people are not... Spider-Man 2 and Resident Evil 4 are the two that I think are the bottom of this. Agree. You know? um, and even then, I loved Resident Evil 4. I think Resident Evil 4 is amazing, but you know, when Street Fighter's there, when even like Pizza Tower's there, you know, like don't know about final fantasy it's such a good game and i know it's like it's not got like the publisher like it's not like anna Purna or something back in it so of course it wasn't going to get as much do as something like sea of stars or dredge or something like that but pizza tower is so good like it's one of the the free games that i would give uh 10 out of 10 this year Mm mm-hmm I'm just going to go through some of the comments. Adam L says, I think remakes should be okay to win as long as they are expanded enough. If it's just graphical, then nah. So I guess that's kind of on the side of Resident Evil 4 Remake being there because you guys are saying that it was a big enough update. Yeah. See, uh, sorry, just to jump ahead here. Someone okay. mentioned, Jadine Sarah, you mentioned the Metal Gear Solid collection. But when Metal Gear Solid Delta comes out next year or whenever, that's, that shouldn't be up for game of the year because that's just going to be a straight remake. Yes, it looks better graphically and it's been reworked a bit. But that's just going to be a straight remake. It's not... When I talk about Resident Evil 4, I mean, like, they have changed how that game works. They have changed mm-hmm. the way it plays. They've changed the story about... Fine. It's, Fine. It's an, it's an adaption of Resident Evil 4 rather than, a like, a remake, I'd say. Anyway. Wow, wow, wow. Whatevs. <laughs> Adam <laughs> says, Scott defending remakes and Jasmine on the offensive. I'm confused. Okay, don't get me wrong. I love me a remake. Love me a remake. Just don't think it should be up for Game of the Year. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Nathan says, where's Modern Warfare 3? And only up. And Redfall. Right, Nathan. Get out of here. You're done. You're finished. It's just uh, named three of the best games of all time. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine we all thought Avatar Frontiers of Pandora was everyone's consensus Game of the Year and it wasn't eligible because it came too late. I think there were quite a few games which people were um, like concerned weren't nominated like Jassant was a big one where people were like why isn't this nominated for I anything? I don't know if that was too late. I don't know if that actually was too late or because is it just not got the nominations. Not to um not to dump on a certain Starfield again, but when you look at best RPG you've got um Thea Stars, Baldur's Gate, Final Fantasy, Liza P and Starfield, but mm-hmm. Like a Dragon Gaiden just came out. You know, personified okay. Tactica just mm-hmm. as coming out. You know, like, so it must have just been too late. Because mm, maybe Starfield mm. shares you know, wouldn't be there otherwise. But Nathan says Aaron gave Resi and Spider Man a five. I'm pretty sure it was actually Scott that reviewed Resident yes. Evil Four remake for us, um, and mm-hmm. he did give it a five. Yeah, but um, Aaron did give Spider Man a five. But Aaron gives everything a five, didn't he? So that's fine. <laughs> Nothing new. Um, yeah. So, is there anything that you weren't expecting that you guys are actually happy? I'm well, I'm really I'm really happy. Party Animals got a nomination. Oh yeah, somewhere in one of the categories. Best multiplayer is up for, uh, and I agree. Yeah, I hundred percent. I I think it should be top of the list for game of the year. Best oh, game yeah. ever made. <laughs> Best game ever made. Yeah, of all time. I uh, absolutely <laughs> love Party Animals. Love it. Love it. Do you know what? Even if no one else in the team wants to play it with us, Matt, me and you, duo I'll Party play, Animals. I'll play it seven days a week. 365. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy, happy days. I'm gonna quit my job. <laughs> <Full time party laughs> animal streamer. I love um, it. 
I mean, the biggest, I think, surprise is Hi-Fi Rush getting as many as it did. I think it's up yeah, to like four really or five awards. That. Considering it came out in January, you know, I wasn't expecting that. Um, the most meaningless award of the night, right? So there's no point in me even bringing this up. But it's cool to see that Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth is a most anticipated game. Because it's usually yeah. just like whatever AAA like Ubisoft. I mean, Star Wars Outlaws is on there, which come on now. Um, but yeah, no, it's cool to see the likes of Hades 2 and Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth on there. Yeah, and that's usually a category for mints, just like Starfield and all that. But Final Fantasy yeah. VII Rebirth is going to win that anyway, so it doesn't matter. But um, I don't most think... anticipated is literally just got. It's like who's got the most money, really? Who's yeah. who's done the most marketing um, in, in the past year? That's it. The other one I'm really happy about is Street Fighter VI being put into innovation and accessibility because I wouldn't, I wasn't expecting that to. I mean, I think it deserves to be there. I think it deserves to win because the stuff they've added to that game is so cool in terms of getting people into fighting games. Um, so I'm really <laughs> glad that that showed up in there. Um, like the modern mode, the dynamic mode and all that. Shocked it's in there, but really happy it's in there. Um, but also, um, why was um, Five Nights at Freddy's not put into Best Adaption? That's what oh, what know. are you talking about? What are you absolutely talking about? <laughs> why, why is The Last of Us in there and not Five Nights at Freddy's, you know? <laughs> Why? Uh, other question is about? why is Gran Turismo in there as an actual one? Like, why is that in there? Oh, it's, I mean, I, that whole to me, that whole category should just be The Last of Us and just so. leave it there. Yeah, I don't think <laughs> no anything point. is taking is taking best adaptation out of The Last of Us hands. I, I mean, think that is a one and done. I will say the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, what are you talking about? Oh, what are you talking about? I'm going to start swinging. I'm gonna Don't start troll swinging. now. Don't troll I'm not. That's a He's fun okay. movie. He was like, like actually trolling with, with Five Nights at Freddy's. I know that. Oh, yeah, no. Super uh, Mario movie. I he's not trolling with Super Mario Bros. movie. I loved the Mario movie. There's so much love for Mario in that movie, you know? <laughs> Whereas The Last of Us is just... It's not even really an adaptation because The Last of Us was a movie anyway. So really, is it that different, you know? You can tell he's passionate play. about this because he's getting animated. Um, oh, I'm glad to see I'm Diablo not, 4 yeah, was barely up for anything as well. That was a good one. Barely any Diablo 4. Um, Mortal Kombat 1 being up for best fighting game. I know there wasn't more than five fighting games this year, but still doesn't deserve to be there. I agree um, with you. As a Mortal Kombat fan, a really big Mortal Kombat fan, may I add, um, Mortal Kombat was actually what got me into Was that in best gaming. multiplayer? I am, I am absolutely like against that even being nominated oh no it didn't it didn't get into best multiplayer thankfully one says best multi- yeah i want to hear ahead. scott's opinion on best multiplayer not having crossplay. yeah um mortal kombat one winning best multiplayer at the golden joysticks despite not having crossplay or lobbies or any of the other stuff that shoot fair six already has not to oh, mention not salty by the way <laughs> not being a good game in the first place um you know that would have been but also, why why was WWE 2K23 not in best re- uh, sports game? You know? I feel the same about NBA 2K24. Just Matt's got one game that he loves dearly and it's never, ever spoken about. <laughs> <laughs> but, nah, but I, d- I don't actually think. I, I think the NBA games are not great, but I love oh, basketball. Oh, you love them so much? Okay. Because I love basketball so much. And it's the only option. It's the only okay. thing out there. <laughs> 
Adam Mel um, says Scott retired from party animals at the right time rather than drag on his career before he got exposed for only beating bad players. A bit like Tyson Fury's boxing career. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just want to say the rest of us aren't bad at party animals. Scott just practices every single day. I like, actually have not played it outside of the streams. He I've... plays it so much. Like he's lying. I see him actually on Discord playing it all the time. He's lying. I will pull up my team. <laughs> <laughs> four four hours playtime, which just ha so happens to be the four hours that we have streamed the game. Uh uh-huh, yeah. Convenient. Um, convenient. Anyway. And we've just, also got Aaron trying oh. really hard to defend himself in the chat about reviews he, games that he hasn't given five stars. Oh, the fact that there's so few that you can list them in the chat, oh, Aaron, yeah. I don't he, know. He didn't give Alan Wake two five stars, a game that actually <laughs> seems to maybe deserve five stars. <laughs> but yeah, let's give Diablo five stars, sure. Oh, like Aaron, that. you're being absolutely slaughtered here. The um, one week you don't come on, look what happens. <laughs> I did I did want to say, just as kind of like a last thing before we move on, because we do need to move on. Yes, best we do. Why is there one best performance category? We've got five men, one woman, and the best performance category. I'm not saying you need to do it like the Oscars, where it's like best female performer and best male performer. No, that's dumb as well. But like, even doing like best supporting and best normal, because like, yeah, I think I, that one one category out of however many, what is how many categories are there? Thirty, thirty odd categories, and only one is dedicated to best performance. But then there's like seven for esports. Yeah, there's like six esports categories, but one performance category. Like, yeah. Even like this year, best Baldur's Gate free performance probably should have been a category because there's so many good ones in there alone that they only had one person from it. You know, it's like also I I don't I haven't played Phantom Liberty, so maybe I could be wrong, but I swear they always nominate whatever celebrity is in a game for the best performance. Like yeah. um Idris Elba's thing this year. Giancarlo Esposito for Far Cry Six was in it last year. They always nominate whatever celebrities in a game. I bet I bet those stop. celebrities appear there as well, and then oh yeah, that's doing, that's doing an award. Up. That's kind of probably why. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. The reason, but yeah. But um, anyway, we've spoken about uh, the game awards a fair bit. I think it's time we move on to the highly anticipated um, PlayStation Portal conversation, which I know you guys have all been waiting for. Um, I know it's a meme on the podcast absolutely destroy the PlayStation Portal slash Project Q um, and has been for, for many, many weeks. Um, so I am proud to say that I actually finally have, and I can actually share this, have a PlayStation Portal now, um, which I'm in the process of reviewing. Uh, be sure to subscribe to the channel to see the full video review, which will be coming out next week. Um, but... Reviews for the device went live on Monday and you can actually get your hands on the device right now. Those who pre-ordered should have them in hand. Um, reviews have been surprisingly positive and unfortunately, I'm so sorry to say this guys, I'm really sorry. I have to go back on my word. This is the only time that this is ever going to happen because I never go back on my word because I'm a very stubborn person. Uh, so everyone get your cameras out and start recording this. Uh, clip this. <laughs> uh, after using the device over this weekend... I'm absolutely loving it. I am absolutely loving it. And I am a PlayStation Portal supporter, lover. I am fully on board. I okay. am still not sure okay. what the use case for the device is, to be honest. Okay. Loving it. Don't how, how, me. <laughs> how much how much is it? How much is it retailing for? £199. Okay, so let's pretend you had to spend £199 of your had own I money. Spent, had I spent £200 on this device... I'm not going to lie to you, Matt. I would be just as happy with it. <laughs> okay. 
I, I can't help you then. I okay. Help, I, help <laughs> I, you. I seriously am beyond help right now about this. But I can't describe to you how um, how nice it feels as someone who's a relatively busy and also relatively tired person. I um, When I'm not busy doing stuff, I feel like I'm always in bed. And um, having the ability to play games, play PlayStation games in my bed means I can finally play all these titles that are coming out and they're PlayStation exclusives and I just haven't been able to play them before. And I know, I know I also said, I was like, oh yeah, guys, you can just play on your phones. Like, why does everyone, like, you can just remote play on your phones. I know I said that, but this is very different to remote play. It's very different to remote playing on your phone, guys. The haptic feedback in this, I know it's the same as a DualSense, but I don't know what type of placebo it is. Maybe it's because I can see stuff on screen right in front of me. I don't know what it is. But the haptic feedback on this controller feels about 10 times better than the haptic feedback on an actual DualSense controller. Matt, I'm so sorry. You're looking at me like you're like really disappointed. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Ah, uh, you don't believe you. Uh, That's... <laughs> I, what, 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 what is, is it just literally like, because it, it sounds to me, and, I, and I'm not trying to throw shade at anyone, but it sounds to me that you're saying it's good because you can be lazy. Uh, <laughs> like I you can guess. just, you can just, <laughs> I guess <laughs> you could just, you could just like, oh, I can play it. Like rather than go downstairs and turn on my PS5, but I can just sometimes play it up here know, instead. Like... You know there's sometimes where you don't want to go. I feel like when you go downstairs and you play a game on your PlayStation, it's a whole thing. Turning on the PlayStation, turning on the TV. Is it, is it a whole thing? Or I is don't it know. Just, or is it just walking down the stairs? Oh, like, am I a lazy bastard? And pressing knows? a button. Like, it's like my PlayStation is plugged into the TV and I just press a button and it's on now. And that's it. It's the same, but it's just bigger. It's just... And I just don't... <laughs> I, I I get it if you could play it like on a train. You can play it out and about if you have a good enough Wi-Fi connection. So I tested this. Um, I couldn't play it on a train because um, you I haven't got good enough reception to play it on a train. But when I'm out and about, even if I'm in places where there aren't public Wi-Fi, I can connect to the mobile data on my phone because I've got decent mobile data coverage. Um, and it works fine so you kind of can play it on the go given you've got like a good enough right so you gotta tether it to your phone yeah well it's like, not like it doesn't need to be tethered no, like hot spot like but yeah you need to yeah, hotspot yeah. it or, or you can use public wi-fi um mm. and i'm really sad because everyone in the comments is like feels Nathan feels like, like what Anakin traitor mean what made you do a 180 on it um honestly uh, I will say I didn't realize that it was an LCD screen. That's how good this screen is on it. Um, I actually thought it was an OLED screen um, and I double checked earlier um, or I'll say Aaron double checked for me earlier uh, just to call me out uh, when I was talking about it in a meeting. Um, it's actually an LCD screen, but it looks so good that I didn't think it was an LCD Are screen. Are you saying that an LCD screen is good enough? What do you mean? For two hundred quid, probably just, just foreshadowing, foreshadowing for something. Weird. Oh, okay, okay. You should have saved that one. We could have used it for um, save it, save it. We'll use that for our like segue. Um, Aaron says Jasmine is such a big PlayStation fan too. Um, this is the thing. This is the thing. To test this device, I literally have no PlayStation games. Right? Um, I've got like two. 
uh, Gran Turismo 7 and I've got um, Horizon Call of the Mountains. And I've got Moss, so I've got three. Um, I actually subscribed to PlayStation Plus so I could play games. I could download games on my PlayStation play games on this thing. And my original plan was, oh, I'll just subscribe for a month just to test it out, get my review out, and then I'll unsubscribe. But I genuinely think I'm going to keep my subscription just so I can play more games on this thing and be lazy. Maybe it's because I'm lazy. Yes, maybe. That's okay. Maybe that's the use that's case. Okay. It's like, for that's, lazy like, people. That's nothing wrong with that. I just, I was, I just, I just can't work out the difference between if I, because I, I, I probably, I probably just live my life slightly differently. Like when I go to bed, it's because I'm going to sleep. Like I don't ever go in my bedroom to just like hang out. Oh, you don't? Like it, no, I'm not. I just, I, I'm just not like that. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't like go and well, watch everything TV. Is in my, my bedroom. Loads of people like, do. Like, I get it, but because my, I don't I work do that from my bedroom, <laughs> like my desk <laughs> is in my bedroom. I, I kind of maybe because I don't do that. Like, I don't, I don't watch TV in bed, and like, you know, if, if me and my wife were watching TV in bed, and I didn't want to watch what she's watching, maybe I'd be like, oh yeah, I'll just do this because like, we still like it's a great solution to that but i do i don't sort of do that we we don't do that we our bedroom is just to go to bed in yeah like yeah so and everything else is done in the living room like everything like you know entertainment wise right so let's say you're in the living room you want to play on the playstation but you're always watching a a show she don't watch tv that much so she she reads a lot so okay it's not a problem like do you know what like i just think feel like my personal (laughs) scenario is is not suited to who they're trying to aim this yeah yeah so it's not for you personally but for me a lazy bastard (laughs) getting out of bed oh absolutely i'm on board i'm happy and um for 200 quid like i know it is on the pricier side for what it is and um i can see why it is a point of like why would i spend that much money on something like this but i probably i would especially if i was a big playstation player which i'm not um if i was i would i would buy this thing and i'm really sorry i'm i'm so sorry <laughs> I mean, sometimes, listen sometimes things are just better better in the flesh like than the concept of them like the concept yeah. we don't get and then when they come out it's like oh i don't actually, know it's really if there's any way for me to but... show you how good this screen is like the screen is absolutely fantastic if i turn it on it's going to turn on my playstation downstairs but you know what i don't even care like the screen no you're not going to be able to tell i don't know why i did that <laughs> <laughs> it was never gonna work it was never gonna work (laughs) the screen is so good i actually thought it was oled like yeah i don't know why i'm glad they made they seemingly have made something that is actually the build quality is it seems it's fantastic it's great i think the only downside which is something that nathan brought up earlier is that this thing doesn't have bluetooth so you can't actually connect a bluetooth headset to it it's only got playstation link wireless technology which means you can connect like playstation headsets to it um like what's out right now is the playstation pulse which is what scott is using and then um they've got new earbuds as well yeah they've got the new earbuds which are coming out early next year so Mm those are the devices that you can use with it other than that it has got a 3.5 millimeter jack you can just plug headphones in um so i can plug in the headphones that came with my new ipod shuffle because that's uh, what century i'm living in um but i actually don't think this device is is as bad as i thought it was gonna be 
and I feel really... Well, that's a good thing, right? Like, that's a good... Like, like that's got yeah. to be a good thing because we were all we were all slating it for so long and to to sort of be able to be open enough to be like actually it's really good um whether or not i agree is a whole just a whole different thing altogether so it's like it's kind of good like that's what you want from from games companies is even if at first you disagree they bring it out and actually actually it's doing something that is solving a problem for people even if you don't see it at first. That's better than them bringing something out and then it being I awful. I think we're having some connection issues, but I think we're back now. You're frozen for me. Um, but... Oh, no, you're back. You're back. You're fine. You're... Yeah, you're back. Um... Okay, good. Was that me? Hello? Sorry. Yeah, that's you. Um, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No. Um, there's a storm where i am right now so <laughs> i'm just like hoping that my internet is okay um no I, yeah you're, you're back you're back for me okay good cool good stuff okay i was going to read out some comments because um i love getting absolutely dumpstered on um about my opinions on this now i completely get it i it's this is a nightmare because i've spent weeks weeks talking about how bad it is um but yeah Adam says, I was right about the Project Q all along. It's only a matter of time until you agree with my few ticks too. Oh. Sorry, Adam. Not going to happen. No. no. Project no. Q is a perfect device for taking a Project Poo. Okay. I That's my favourite Wallace and Gromit game. Uh, Project Poo for the... That was made by... <laughs> that was made by Frontier Developments, who are partnered with Mara Gaming for a Jurassic World... So the giveaway. Yeah, giveaway. Uh, check out our tech talk, which is uh, Matt. Please tell me what the name of the tech talk is because I've forgotten. At, the... <laughs> at the Mirror Gaming on TikTok. There we go. They it's made Bolton Gromit and Project Zoo. Um, and now they're making your dreams come true with our Mirror Gaming giveaway. You should get into yeah, advertising and stuff, you know. It's just got a knack for it, you know. Oh. <laughs> Look at that, that better call soul kind of energy, don't I? Um, <laughs> I, I didn't contribute to this and it can... Oh it God, can my connection is so awful. I'm so sorry, guys. Well, no, it can move um, us along to the, to the next topic. But I just want to point out, do you know you can play remote play on a Steam Deck? Do you know you can play remote play on an Asus ROG Ally? Do you know you can play remote play on a yeah. Lenovo plane, plane thing, whatever it's called? Um <laughs> Okay, but the and thing also, is about all of these devices that you're listing is that they're more expensive than the PlayStation Portal. Yeah, but you actually get to play games on them, like natively. Yeah, I know, I know, I I know. I I did say before I said all of this. I want to say I prefaced all of this by saying, "Hey guys, I completely understand. There's still like not really a use case for this. The only use case I've managed to find is that I like laying in bed, and that's not a use case at all. That's that's <laughs> terrible. You... That's really really you... bad." <laughs> I mean, I've, it's valid. It's valid in my eyes. But have you Thank played you. any fighting games on it? I have. I played a lot of Mortal Kombat 11 on it. Um, I haven't. Right, you're not going to gonna notice if that's like you're not going to. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it hasn't been too laggy from what I could tell on any of the games I played. Um, mm. aside from uh, whenever I boot up Mars Morales, Spider-Man Mars Morales, it's it's quite bad, and I'm not sure why. 
Uh, but every other game is fine. But as you guys can tell from the stream, my internet sucks. So who, who's to say whose fault it is? Um, um. But yeah, I I just want to say Adam L is demanding an apology from me. Um, no. I hold my hands up. I want to say I hold my hands up. Don't do it. He said a wrestler's I... burger is better than any Indian cuisine. This man does not deserve a shred. I'm not. <laughs> I am respect. not apologizing to Adam L specifically. I'm apologizing to everyone. I'm apologizing right now if anything that I've ever said has put you off of buying the PlayStation Portal. I'm apologizing right now to Sony for dousing this device. I still don't understand who it's for and what it's for, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I'm happy with it. Uh, you can see my full review over on the Mirror Gaming website, which will be up at some point tomorrow. And then the video review will be coming to this YouTube channel next week. So be sure to subscribe to see that. Um, I am really looking forward to giving my full opinions on this device in um, the review. I am so, really happy sorry. about how it's come out. Carry um, on. Well, you mentioned that you um, got PS Plus for this. Um the PS Plus drop has just happened, and it's got one Dragon's Dogma <laughs> Dark Arisen on it, which is a banger, which is one of the games that I have on my Steam Deck. Go! And with that, the Steam Deck OLED announcement is a kick in the teeth to everyone who bought the original LCD model. With the majorly upgraded Steam Deck OLED set to hit shelves next week for less than its predecessor, it's no wonder those who purchased the original are raging. Thank you so much for that segue, Scott. Absolutely love that. Absolutely love that. Thank you for that. Valve has finally confirmed the existence of an upgraded Steam Deck, which the company is referring to as the Steam Deck OLED. The new model features a HDR OLED display as well as a range of upgrades when compared to the Steam Deck LCD, which is now what the current version of the Steam Deck is called. Um, so the main changes I want to highlight are obviously the OLED display. Scott has vanished. He didn't want to hear it. He's raging. Absolutely <laughs> raging. Um... That's all right. My main topic of discussion was actually just calling him out for it. So maybe that's why he left. Um, he saw it coming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the main changes are, of course, the new OLED display. Uh, there's also 30 to 50% more battery life, which is absolutely insane. Um, comp- 50, up to 50% of battery life is such a wild jump. Um, it's got Wi-Fi 6E enabled, so it will have a much better um, time downloading uh, games onto it. It weighs 30 grams less and has an updated uh, APU, uh, which is now 6 nanometers instead of, I want to say, 8 that it was before, um, which makes it much more efficient. And the fact that there's all of these significant upgrades and this thing isn't the Steam Deck 2 is insane to me. They're saying that this isn't like a massive... Mm, um... They're saying they're still a long way off the Steam Deck too. Yeah, I mean, it's, so, it's so like this a... is insane to me. It's like the Switch OLED, you know? It's like it's still the same Steam Deck. It's just, you know, got some, you know, preferential. It's, got some, it's got some It's got some. pretty hefty... Um, but like, like games aren't work. really going to be running that much better on it, you know? Yeah, like yeah, not probably not. Call that a successor, you know? But um, one of the main things that I wanted to talk about is that if you're thinking about picking up the Steam Deck OLED, they actually come in cheaper than the previous Steam Deck LCD models when comparing storage sizes. The Steam Deck OLED comes in at £479 for a 512 gigabyte edition and £569 for a one terabyte version. And in comparison, the Steam Deck LCD used to cost £459 for a 256 gigabyte edition and then £569 for a 512 gigabyte edition, which is the same price as the one terabyte OLED now. Um, um, both of those have now been discontinued. So if you want to buy the um, higher storage options, you have to get the OLED edition. Um, 
So you still can pick up the 512 and the 64 gigabyte or the LED, LCD, sorry, um, right now. They're discounted. While stock, while stock yeah, lasts. It's down to 380. Yeah. I feel like you should mention, though, that the, the one terabyte one, that's only limited. So from the looks of things, they're going down to two models, uh, 256 gigabyte and a 512 gigabyte. Honestly, mm -hmm. who knows what is going on? I'm assuming that they'll then have an LCD model and an OLED model, and you can just mm -hmm. get them as is. Um, but the fact that the OLED model currently is cheaper than um, the LCD model was on release, I feel like is a massive kick in the teeth to those who bought the LCD model. It's not been out long enough, I don't think, to justify uh, this type of move from Valve. Because um, I know that the main uh comparison point that people will be making is the nintendo switch but the nintendo switch original device coming out and oled coming out there's four years between them whereas with this there's literally less than two years um so i think this is absolutely insane uh i just want to say the main topic of discussion i have just to lift the curtain a That's, little bit is just read uh, the document. <laughs> uh, we've got a document that we prep before we come on the podcast so that we don't sound um stupid and the question i've put for this segment is scott as a steam deck lcd owner do you feel stupid um i feel stupid because i didn't actually disconnect there i accidentally clicked the x button and closed out the tab and that's why i disappeared um, oh, okay, so I, feel, I feel stupid for that but um no, no not really I don't it's cool I think I would love to have one would I buy one absolutely not I, the only reason I got a Nintendo Switch OLED was because um my phone contract came with one uh and then I could really? give and then I could give my normal Nintendo Switch to my girlfriend so like you know I had a reason to get that more or more of a reason to get that but like I've said this before and I'm not I'm saying this in a officially ported to Steam way, and definitely not anything else. That mm. I mainly play like PS2 games on the um, on the Steam Deck. You know, like Killer Seven, officially ported to Steam. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter that much to me. I mean, I'm playing Persona Five Tactica just now. Um, on, I'm like jumping between PC and. Um, my steam deck and like you know oh it's not steam deck's not gonna look good enough regardless really without um a power the new upgrade. screen also has a higher refresh rate which is something I it, really it does but like so when the nintendo switch oled came out um the big game that came with it was obviously metroid um which was such a colorful game like it had such a vibrant kind of like it wasn't like colorful as in like really bright like mario or something like that but there was a lot of good use of like lighting and stuff like that in that game um so that would kind of show off but i don't really feel like there's not as much nintendo kind of plays to their strengths nintendo mm -hmm. stuff's always very stylized and it's very nice looking whereas you know steam stuff it's going to be anything so i don't really think it's going to make that big of a change um and if i want something that's really graphically nice i have a pc you know so i'll just play it on pc like i played armored core on pc i wasn't gonna like yeah but know. i think the whole point of the steam deck is that it allows people to play games on the oh yeah no absolutely but, right so like what, i understand what, what you're saying about like if you want to play a nice game you play on your pc but that's not the case what but, i mean um, is like with the same the switch it was never about 
I want these games to look absolutely phenomenal on the go. It was, oh, I can play these games on the go. I can mm-hmm. go and to the Wallace and Gromit Project Poo and play Armored Core 6, you know? Like, it's... It's, it's basically what I do when I want to play a game on Switch, but uh, I feel like it'll run poorly, mm. as in Persona 5 Tactica, as me one of them. Mm. Um, so I got it on Steam Deck, you know? Like, But then again, I'm not much of a handheld person. Like, mm-hmm. outside of like roguelikes, um, tactical games, and kind of like RPGs and all that, I usually just set the TV and play them anyway, because, like, you know. I'm such an anti-console person that I actually cannot physically sit at my TV and play a game. I, I, so, yeah, I hate I, it. I hate it. I, I'm the same as Scott. I'm not not really a handheld person in general. I um, barely use my Switch outside of um, outside of uh, TV mode until I got the OLED. Mm-hmm. But then so, there, there you go. There's yeah, a yeah, no. Why. But. What I mean is, like, it's not gonna. That's because it's like Nintendo stuff, though. Whereas, like, this is like, you know, something that's like hyper realistic. I'm just trying to like open my Steam library and see something like Robocop Rogue City, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not really gonna get as much out of that playing it on a Steam Deck OLED as I would on a normal Steam Deck. It's not gonna. You don't look... think? It's not going to be like night and day, you know? Like Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, it's not going to be like a big thing. Whereas with Nintendo, you have like Mario and Metroid mm. and these like really vibrant looking games, you know? Yeah. It's... Basically, Maybe. like I would love to, I would love this to have been the one I got, but I'm not going to like rush out and buy one. And I'm not, yeah, you know, yeah, you're not going to feel I'm not especially like I don't feel like. I do. It's not that I don't feel hard done. I think it is. You're right. It is very soon after it to be doing this because I only got mine about a year ago. Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna be like, how dare they? They've made this invalid because it's still a very good handheld. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I do just want to use this opportunity to plug um, our very own Aaron Potter wrote a lovely feature about how he does feel hard done by and really upset about this decision from Valve. So you can go over yeah, to the nerd. You can go over to mirror.co.uk forward slash gaming to read that. I thought it was absolutely excellent summary of he how a lot of PC games anyway. He plays PlayStation. <laughs> he does, but um, um, Sony. I think that that was a summary of kind of how I would feel if I was a Steam Deck owner. Um, but mm. I don't. I don't own a Steam Deck. Do you know what so. it feels like to me? It feels like it feels like they're figuring out the the main chunks of like the um, the Steam Deck too, and they're sort of they've just released this along the way to figuring that out because like the oled screen gives them more room to be able to increase the battery life the the process or the apus is just more efficient it's not it's not particularly like better or mm-hmm. but it's not it's definitely not worse ever so it's mm-hmm. going to be just perform better in certain areas but it's not going to like give a massive jump in performance um it's just going to allow things like not drawing on so much power um and and things like that so it feels like they've figured out these couple of things that they're like actually if we did this we would be able to increase the experience a lot more but i don't necessarily think that that experience is going to be drastically different for mm-hmm. than like scott saying like them from the the original steam deck i think uh, it's just just um the oled screen is brilliant 
Like, well, at the end so of the day, the facts that. are that this device is better. It's to got it's got it's majorly the... upgraded and it's cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think and I think that's a good thing overall because oh, like it like for, it makes for... it more accessible for people Even... to get their hands on a better device for less money. But... I think the battery life is a massive, yeah, like that's... was would have been a massive deal breaker for a lot of people that may not have wanted to get a Steam Deck that may now get one before, that's... like for Christmas and stuff. That's so... my big thing. I'm not actually that bothered about the OLED, but the battery life is the big thing where I'm like, okay, yeah, that would have been a very good upgrade to have. Yeah, I think the Steam Deck's battery life is one of the biggest things that lets it down. Um, mm. I'm, I'm not an owner of a Steam Deck, but I do have one. Um. For, for work stuff and i the only reason i don't use it regularly is because i just feel like it's not worth sitting there charging it for for however long it needs charging for to then play it for literally five odd minutes and then it dies and gets boiling hot and it's too big for my hands too many wonder, problems with it. i wonder if they would have done this if there wasn't like people kind of coming for their heads because you have the the asus roger and the lenovo the will send you the send you in a plane omatic um Please you know, go check out that video, guys. It's live right now. You can see go me. Go to the Mirror Gaming YouTube channel and look at um <laughs> not not while this is on. Stay here, stay watching. <laughs> Don't you dare leave. Uh, but afterwards go and watch <laughs> Jasmine Manan go on a plane and go upside down and swear a lot because she's uh, got a They're bleeps. They're bleeps. They're bleeped, swears. But um yeah, you can Speaking go to the Mirror Gaming right YouTube now. channel. Good. Good you can me. see us um uh, you can see me go in a plane and review the Lenovo Legion Go um while upside down. It was very, very scary. I wasn't sick. Uh I didn't hear segue, I'm really sorry. Said, speaking of the Mara Gaming YouTube channel, what's the latest video that's just went up on it? Uh, so you can actually go and find the Super Mario RPG review live on the channel, which went up today. Scott is absolutely fantastic with these segues today. Thank you what, so much, Scott. What, what's happened? They've been saying of this. Oh, he's making a joke. He's making a go. He's making a comedy. The Invisible Man. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, so you can go and check out. As Scott said, stay right here and go check it out after you're done watching this stream. Um, the Super Mario RPG review is now live on our channel. It was reviewed by Scott himself, and I did the narration for the review. And um, doing the narration for that review made me really excited to play the game. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't interested in Super Mario RPG at all beforehand, but it's made me very, very excited. So, Scott, do you want to give a basic rundown of um, of how you how you found the game? He gave it a shiny a 5 out of 5 stars. Another one to add to the Mirror Another Gaming collection. Stars. And it wasn't by Aaron Potter this time. How interesting. Go ahead. I, I will say. You will say. I probably shouldn't go behind the scenes, but I was tempted to go four stars on it. And then yeah. when Nathan looked at the review, he was like, "So what's the what's the downside here?" And I was like, "You know what? <laughs> yeah, Couldn't think maybe, of any. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe I'm just my only thing was it's quite easy. But I mean, as an RPG made for newcomers, that was the whole point of it in the first place back in 1982 or whenever it came out. Mm -hmm. Um." So, yeah, I ended up going the the full on it, but I don't know. It's just a really, I mean, it was a good game already. It's a game that didn't really need to be remade. I think it's a very nice remake. It, that's a remake, like in the way that I'm not, you know, the way I'm saying. Resident Evil Four is a new game, but this is a remake. Like this has the same. You heard game, it here you know? first, guys. Scott doesn't hate remakes. Oh my god, what are you talking about? Also, I'd still play the old one. It's not like. 
you know. Oh, he does. He does hate remakes. Never mind. He's gone straight. No. <laughs> Again, my point was never remake. Why did they remake this game that I gave a five stars? I'd play the original, actually. My point isn't remake shouldn't happen. I'm just saying that people should not be afraid to go and play old games. Like, yeah. Oh my god, we get it, Scott. We get it. You're the a one misrepresenting my character live on stream. Definitely. It's this but is it... liable. I like that it's similar like, it's similar no 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 i'm just i'm just gonna i'm just gonna compare it to like it's okay. the same way like they shouldn't not remake classic films in my opinion they should but they shouldn't because they're to, to try and capture a new audience and i guess like a remake of this is like you know it's trying to capture a new audience mm-hmm. um a young younger audience it's like for a new generation of of Scott people he loves level up screen by the way because they all do a little boogie loves it and uh yeah look at that so i can i can kind of see it saying a lot of people wouldn't go out and get an snes mini just to play this game yeah oh yeah people love 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 that sort of retro like the nostalgia Mm. i mean look at the the fact that it's remade for the nintendo switch it's remade for a different audience yeah yeah i think it gives it it gives a lot of people access to this game who wouldn't have had it before and there's nothing wrong with that so stop i like the way I like the way that, and I, I shudder to say this because it's who I'm talking about, but I like the way Konami's doing it with Metal Gear, where, yes, we're doing the remake, but we're also going to re-release the old ones so you can actually play them on a normal platform. Like, mm-hmm. Super Mario RPG is not available in its original form on Switch at all. You yeah. Know? So, like, yes, this is a good way to do it. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, I'm again, I'm not saying... It's a, like remakes are bad and they shouldn't happen. I think this is a very good one to remake. I think this is, you know, a marked improvement, you know, but I just, I think you need to, I think sometimes it's worth just playing an old one. Like people saying, oh, I won't play this until there's a remake. Sure. I think the only time I've ever said that is Persona 3. And that's because they are weird and have never made like a definitive edition of Persona 3 with like everything in it like the ps2 version had stuff that wasn't in the psp version which had a new campaign and now the remake's coming out and it's doing none of that it's not got any of the extra stuff which is even funnier but yeah super mario anyway to get back to the point yeah super mario RPG. that's a really good game that's a good rpg i mean it's 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 just another reason this year for me wanting to look at this guy wanting to have this guy this guy alone (laughs) He's just get peak vibes, immaculate vibes from me, Mallow. Um, but yeah, I mean, Nintendo has been. I'm so supposed to cut you off, but I need I need to read this take from from Yanto in our chat. He says, "If your mate has a kid, you're excited. If there's another one after one year, it's cool, but it's already happened. If it's five years later, it's interesting again. Kids are basically re- remakes. Sometimes better, sometimes not. I mean, <laughs> what on earth take is that, Yanto? I I, I don't <laughs> like children either, so uh... <laughs> neither do uh... I." But I I don't know if that's particularly how remakes work, but I that's, am always for accessibility. I'm always for accessibility in gaming. I'm always for bringing games to to platforms where people are actually able to play them. I I don't like the idea of having to go out and buy older devices to be able to play older games just because yeah. Scott McRae told me to on the Mirror Gaming walkthrough. Uh, that's that's not that's why I, I, feel, like there's something, I feel like there's something else going on in Yanto's life right now uh, there's, <laughs> all, all i said was 
don't be afraid to go back and play older games. Not once did I say what means. Yeah, you would I, and I agree with that. Games. I completely agree with that. Um, you know, mm-hmm. there are ways that I'm not saying because um, they don't exist, and Nathan would literally have a panic attack because um, he's very scared of said thing. But um, you know, I just, I just think it's not that I don't think they're good. I just think it's worth playing some old stuff sometimes. Well, here you go. Here's Scott finally clearing his name after so many weeks of uh, uh, being absolutely even even after <laughs> even after clarifying that I know Adam L. Every time I'm on a stream, is going to be like oh, remakes. <laughs> yeah, because so. it's funny. It's called comedy, Scott. It's it's a bit you wouldn't get it. You're not funny. Uh, there we go, Adam L. I think you could call it Adam L. Perfectly <laughs> encapsulating it there. Scott's take is: don't have more children. Improve your relationship with the children you already have. There you go. That's perfect. That's a perfect way to describe it. I don't think Yanto's metaphor of children really applies to remakes the way that everyone is trying to make it. I appreciate it. Like, thank you, Yanto, for giving us that and putting that crazy thought in my mind, but I don't think it's working. I mean, it's one of those things that sounds clever at first, but the more you think about it, the, the more it's not. It makes I, sense. I get it, to be honest. But, I'm, oh, I'm do understand. you? I understand what he means. <laughs> Mr. Big Brain over here, he gets it. Look, my siblings, they had a child. One of them had a child. They didn't have a child together. <laughs> brother. <laughs> oh, my God. My brother had his first child in 2016. Oh and then my, my sister had her first one in 2017. <laughs> And then they had one in 2018, and then my sister had another one in 2019. There you go. Siblings right? had a child together. One, <laughs> one, on? one per year, you know? See, that by like the third or fourth one, you're like, right, that's enough. Give it some time, you know? Give it some rest between. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm, I'm this over is... babies, you know? I, I'm, they... I'm, at halfway, I'm at a halfway house. I would say one remake is enough. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. No, but you're saying one remake. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so you get no, the original, original and then the enough. one remake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then you it never let the original one out the cupboards and come to modern platforms, you know? You just keep it in there so that no one can see it, you know? Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. No, but that's what I mean. The problem is that well, people I are keep keeping my, the original keep child in the cupboards in a cage. What I think you should do is you should let the original child out sometimes as well. Oh no, I'm I mean, talking about games. I'm not talking about sometimes what, the original we, child has like music licensing <laughs> problems, right? I get that, right? You shouldn't have named it after whatever I don't know, I was gonna say someone really dodgy there, but I'm trying you know, to no! if, you did, if you did have five kids and they were all called George, <laughs> like it, that kind of doesn't work either. Like it's just you know, like if you, you what got are you a, up. You got, you got. If you were, you know, I don't know. Right. Um, if you had five kids, all called yet? George, I'm going to say this is the end. We're wait, about actually, wait, wait. No, got, no, 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 no. If you no. have five children, oh. all named George, are they the same child, Jasmine? Are they the same child? No, they're not. Exactly. So Resident Evil Four is not the same game <laughs> as Resident Evil Four. Got them. We've done it. Call the podcast off. Okay. Play the um, outro. <laughs> we don't have an outro, but thank you guys so much for watching. I really appreciate you guys being here today. Sorry for how much of a mess this became at the end. Uh, please uh, don't compare remakes to children. It's not very healthy. And don't name all your kids George. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining me today, Matt and Scott. It was a pleasure to have you on. And I'm glad that we didn't end up 
fist fighting today, the same way we did last time. Um, oh, sorry, sorry, not Scott, George. My bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but of course, we'll be back again next week, same time, 4 p.m. GMT now. We're not in British summertime anymore. Next week, Wednesday. So be sure to join us for another episode of the Mirror Gaming Walkthrough. Between now and then, if you want to see more of our faces, Scott will be streaming Super Mario Bros. Super Mario RPG, not Super Mario Bros. Whoops, my bad. Super Mario RPG with this little wee guy on a... Okay, everyone's name is George. <laughs> I'm getting really stressed out. You can catch Scott streaming that on Friday morning. And then I think I can say that the rest of us will be streaming Headbangers on Friday afternoon for a Party Animals-esque, very insane, chaotic stream. So be sure to tune in for that one too. And... Uh, Thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, I'll do what Aaron normally does and read out some of the names from the chat. Thank you, Adam L. Thank you, Yanto. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you, Rockin' Games Kid. Thank you, JD Incinerator. I think that's everybody. And we are looking forward to seeing you guys in the very next stream. Bye.